Hotoy Doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doinked, where myself, Michaela, and Josh will be going over the final week of the NFL season, recapping what has been a very hectic beginning of this week with coaches and GMs being fired, and giving our preview to Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. Yes, super. It's like (laughs) WWE wrote the tagline. Um, But yes, there are six games this weekend, and all of them are going to be... A lot of fun. And it's over three days. We have two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and, and one Monday, Monday night. I can't believe there's a Monday Blessing night us. game. They have, they have blessed us. The, the universe and the NFL gods have blessed us with three <laughs> days of football. But they have also teased us this oh, past week. That is not fair. Naughty, naughty. You don't, yeah, you don't just put in the tip. It's supposed to be <laughs> the whole damn thing. Well, regardless, going into week 18, the first ever week 18 in the NFL, yep. mm-hmm. aside from playoff week 18 blah 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 the yeah, yeah. first official regular season week 18 records going in <clears throat> i was at 148 107 and 1 dave was 133 122 and 1 Michaela 123 84 and 1 angela 126 99 and 1 darian 53 and 37 this week did was angela no- go 16 and 0 what did angela go 16 and 0 angela went uh one two three Seven and nine. Oh, so she definitely broke a hundred losses. Yeah. <laughs> and um needless to say, our best record was nine and seven this week. Who's that? You. you. Yes! <laughs> I made a comeback. A little short, but I made it. Short is my life. <laughs> you and Kyler. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Ooh. this was definitely a rough week. <clears throat> um a okay. lot of games that we expected to go one way. Did not go that way. Yeah, yeah. I went over five. I went over five hundred. I'm yeah, happy. Well, good for you. Yeah, well, guess what? It finally fucking caught up after the <laughs> coin flips I did those oh, yeah. few weeks. You know, yeah, the you kind of blew it right. at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's the universe just being like, ah, we gotta kind of throw him a bone yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, and they did. Yeah, they did. So starting off Saturday, we had a Saturday doubleheader. Uh, <sighs> the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Denver Broncos. The Broncos led this game. <sighs> oh my God, you want to talk about? A devastating turnover. There was yeah. one turnover in this game. It was at the end of the game. It was oh that, my uh, god! Was that a fumble punch out or something like no, that? No, that kid got blown up in the backfield. He didn't even get a chance. It was to like rest- that Jadavian Clowney play back in college that he made, where he knocked the ball out, picked it up, and ran it. And the one that ran it back was not fast. No, he, no. he was winded. Like, he was like, oh, my God, am I ever going to catch the end? Drew Locke almost caught him, and then he kind of gave up at, like, the 20-yard line. I know, he, like, line. tried he's to like, grab him, and then he didn't do anything like, with it. He's like, uh, wait a minute, I ain't got this. And he kind of, like, turned to the side and just walked I away. I feel so bad. I watched this game live. All right, just so everyone knows, the final score was 28-24 Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I sat, I was at um, Texas, no, not Texas, Longhorn Steakhouse. I, I I had kind of like a shitty weekend, and I was like, I'm going to go to Longhorns. And I went to Longhorns, and I treated myself to a nice steak and double sweet potatoes, fully loaded. And I had a beer, and I was enjoying myself, and the game was on. And I was completely thrown off that there was a game on on Saturday. I completely had lost track that there was games on. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, is this game from like 2015? How is Denver winning? (laughs) I was so confused. And then also I'm like, oh, no, that's Patrick Mahomes on the field. Okay, this is actually happening. Whenever that tight end did not block down and i saw that guy get into the backfield i'm like oh shit and when he hit him and the ball came out i'm like this game is fucking over Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that they can do Mm -hmm. denver controlled this game with drew lockett quarterback Mm -hmm. they controlled this game and they this is not a game where a team wins no this was a game where a team lost yeah Yeah, denver lost this game oh my god 
I mean, anybody else have any thoughts to share? Because I, I mean, that I, was that was it of the game. Like, <sighs> like you said, they were control, like, and then I that was, happened completely demoralized. Though. I was watching this, and I was like, Kansas City's gonna lose this game. I know. And then that happened, and I was like, Holy shit! Yeah. I yeah. mean, I already kind of had a feeling that this week was going to be so topsy-turvy. I wasn't worried about picks. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. Denver's actually going to get one up on Kansas City this year. And then it's just heartbreak. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was just so hard. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, how could this happen? You're on the doorstep. Like, mm-hmm. they were on the doorstep of punching the ball in or at least scoring another field goal to force the hand of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like that, 86 yards the other way on a fumble return. And Me- Me- Melvin Gordon was having a good was game at, at yeah, that point. Yeah, he had like over 100 yards He in had the 47-yard touchdown mm-hmm. earlier in the game. He was having a good game. And mm-hmm. what people are going to remember is he got it, smacked in the backfield. And he fumbled, mm-hmm. and he fumbled the game away. And that's not the biggest... Uh, well, that's a big loss for them, but a bigger loss is... Broncos have parted way with Vic Fangio, so now they are so in search of a head coach. So that's coach. So that's the first coach we're gonna go. That is over. the first coach. Okay. So what are your thoughts about that move? So in his tenure, how long has he been the head coach of Denver? Three years. Three years. What was the? What is? It hasn't been good. Yeah. It hasn't been good. Uh, he, he. I don't think he has one winning season. I don't think he had. They anything. need. A, they need a new body at the helm, because if if he can't help lead them to winning seasons. I don't think he ever will lead him to winning seasons. Okay. I mean, it sucks because they kind of they had those great years with Peyton Manning, and then he left and retired, and they kind of dropped off. They need some, not just a head coach. They need some more talent around them too, uh, especially a quarterback. So I think they need to start looking at a quarterback and a head coach. So it's it's going to be interesting for Denver. I've always loved Fangio. Uh, I think Fangio is one of the greatest defensive minds of the last twenty years. Um, the the defenses he led with Patrick Willis and um, uh, oh my god, why well, can't I think of the defensive lineman Smith? He had Alden Smith. He had um, oh yep. Who was the other Smith? I can't remember his fucking name. Big white guy. I, 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 I yeah. You know what I'm no, talking, talking about. about yep. Um, he had Navarro Bowman. Mm-hmm. He had that San Fran defense was San Fran crazy. defense was for real. Everyone wants to talk about what John Harbaugh did as an offensive coordinator or as a head coach with, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. what he did with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith and lead them to those three consecutive NFC championships to the Super Bowl that they played against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Vic Fangio's defense had a lot to do with that. Then Vic Fangio went to Chicago and got Khalil Mack and he got Leonard Floyd and he got Akeem Hicks and he got Eddie Jackson's rookie year and Adrian Amos's rookie year and he got Kyle Fuller to revive and he brought that defense back to life. I just don't think things fell in place for him. Mm-hmm. I think they, there, there are coaches who are co- like who are great at what they do, great at defense, great at offense, and we're gonna get to a, fo- a few other coaches soon. Um, and I think that's where Fangio falls. I think Fangio is a phenomenal. I, I think he's a phenomenal defensive mind. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was allowed to pick his groceries, and I don't think there was a player in place or an offensive mind in place who was there to help that team succeed. Yeah. I don't think this falls on Fangio. This falls above Fangio. Mm-hmm. This falls not at the general manager position. It falls above the general manager position. This falls on the vice president of football operations, the president of football operations. This falls on John Elway. Elway. Yeah. Okay? His inability to get somebody under him to be a good general manager and mm-hmm. get somebody under that who could help facilitate an offense 
to help Fanshawe, whose defenses are always going to be good. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's nothing to really cry. This home Broncos about. team started three and zero. Yeah, they started the season very well. Okay, they also haven't given up a ton of points. They haven't given up a ton of yards. They're probably somewhere in the top half of the league when it comes to those statistics. Mm-hmm. If I haven't looked anything up, it's just. It's unfortunate because he's not an offensive mind. He goes into everything as a defensive mind. Do you, you think? Can't... Do you think he'll be better off as a coordinator? He'll or do you be, think he should be another head coach? He's going to get a coordinator position. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think a, a team if they had an offensive mind in place as a good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I mean, if then if you're firing a head coach and you still got a good offensive coordinator in place, most of the times those are the people who get promoted to head coaching positions. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like. What happened with what happened with Fangio was that he was the defensive coordinator under John Fox, and when they fired Fox and they brought in Matt Nagy, they told Nagy he has to stay. Okay, very similar what happened when Mike Dicker got hired as the head coach back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. They fired everybody, and they and the defense went to the owners and said, "You're not getting rid of Buddy Ryan," and Buddy Ryan's defense, not Mike Dicker. Everyone can argue with me who's a Chicago Bears fan. Not Mike Dicker led the Chicago Bears to that one Super Bowl championship that they've had. Mm-hmm. It was Buddy Ryan's 46 defense, how tenacious it was that won that Super Bowl. Had nothing to do with whatever offensive mind. Dick had brought in something else, more of a tenacity, mm-hmm. but it was that 46 defense. And I think that's who Fangio is. I think Fangio could rebuild the team's defense. You give him a couple of years, you give him a chance to make some, give some input. Because I don't think he was able to give any input in Denver. No. John Elway, it stopped, the buck stops there. Mm-hmm. And he made sure. all the decisions. So, all the best to Fangio. I think he's a great defensive mind. Personally, that's just who I think he is. Yeah. Um, up next, the Saturday night football game. We had the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. 50 burger. Yeah, 51 to 26. This, this game wasn't close. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but if you also look, it was Dallas's first strings against Philly's second, third, and fourth string. Yeah. We were using this week, we were playing fucking ball because we had nothing to lose. We had locked down seven. Yeah, you we weren't knew, going anywhere. We yeah. knew we were staying at the seventh seed. We weren't going up. We weren't going down. Mm-hmm. We used this to rest our guys that were on COVID. Obviously, they couldn't play. Yep. So the majority of our D-line, um, our uh, secondary, and a bunch of our offensive weapons all had COVID, so they were out. And we were resting our our offensive line we had our rookies in there getting them snaps getting them ready if they needed jason kelsey took the first snap of the game and that was it yep he took it because keep his streak alive keep his streak alive he's now i think the third all-time um longest streak he needs one more to be second and then like another 60 to be first yeah which i don't know if my boy kelsey's gonna get there but he should be able to get it this week I don't know if it's regular season or if it's including postseason. I think it's total. So he'll get it this week, obviously, because he's going to be our starting center. Yep. And then he'll continue to build on it next season, so long as he doesn't get hurt. Knock wood. You ever notice it's always centers mm-hmm. who like have those like top tier things, mm-hmm. like longest yeah. tenures with teams and stuff like. Like for the Chicago Bears, it's Patrick Manley. He was a long snapper. Mm-hmm. He has the most consecutive games played for the Chicago Bears. He's a fucking long snapper. And then I think number two is Olin Krutz, who's a center, who was a center for the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears. But yeah, awesome for Kelsey. I love seeing stuff like that. I love when teams do that for their for their for their team captains. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. real captains, mm-hmm. not like just randomly picking names out of a hat. <laughs> yeah. Real team Kelsey, captain. Kelsey is one of I I think he's actually the main captain. Well, yeah, he's team, but what I'm saying is team captain. You have, a, you have a team captain. Yeah. You have somebody who the, the, the players can go to uh-huh. if there's an issue. Yeah. Okay. And the other um 
first first line guy that we had out there was Smith because mm-hmm. we were getting him the rookie record mm-hmm. uh, of receiving yards, yeah. which he was able to do. He surpassed um, Deshaun Jackson yep. for rookie record for the Eagles. For the Eagles, yeah, because awesome. the, the the real rookie record was um, is Randy Moss, yeah, yeah. which which did... isn't going to be touched for a while. Chase didn't break it. I don't know if I don't think he did. What was? Are you talking about the single game or the full season? Full season. Um, because there were a bunch of records broken this week. Did Jamar Chase break Randy Moss's rookie record? I don't think he played. So, um, Jalen Waddle has the 102 receptions now yep, he did uh, by a rookie. Um, did Chase play? He played. He um he had two catches for 20. Okay, so yeah, not enough. 26 yards, yeah. I mean, we're going to get to that game next anyway. So, yeah. um, as far as Dallas, Dallas just did what they were supposed to do, and it helped Dallas avoid another team. When you look at the seeding, they mm-hmm. needed this win to avoid a team that was going to come into Dallas and wreck shit. So it was good for them to get get that figured out. Yeah, they were able to lock down third seed here. Yep, they were mm-hmm. able to avoid Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Arizona going to Dallas, we all know yeah, Kyler Murray, all Kyler Murray and yeah. Dallas. It's it's a lock. It's a lock. It's yeah. a lock. Put your money on that shit. Um, Put your house next, on that. The Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Baltimore Ravens, the first of three games to go to overtime. And this game got Big Ben into the playoffs. This game and Baltimore's need to turn the I ball know. over repeatedly. Mm-hmm. This, well, was it this game that got them into the playoffs? Because this was the earlier game, right? They had, No, they, they won, so they were in. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was the deciding of the last game that got them in. Well, that coupled with... A, that coupled with an actual decision that in the last the, game. Well, no, no, no. This win coupled with a team dropping the ball at the same time mm-hmm. got Pittsburgh in. Yeah. Okay. And then the final game made the final decision about which of like the three were gonna... teams were going to be in. Okay. So, spoiler alert, it's going to come up. Indy's loss mm-hmm. knocked them out of the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Pittsburgh was in based on their win. Okay. Okay. But the thing was, they weren't locked in because based if there on was the a last tie, two, gotcha. if there was a tie, okay. then they would have okay. dropped so that's out. What it was. Okay. Pittsburgh okay. would have dropped out, and those two teams yeah. would have pole vaulted in. Would have taken gotcha. seven and uh, six. Six. Yes. Gotcha. Talk about playing yourselves out of the playoffs. We'll get to that game. Yeah. Oh my Can't god. Wait. Um, not much else to talk about in the Steelers Ravens game. No, except it's it's honestly. I don't know how far they'll get, but <laughs> it's nice to see the Steelers yeah, in the with playoffs. Big Ben. In the playoffs, make it to the playoffs um, on Big Ben's suspected last season. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. This wasn't his last game. No. no, his last game will probably be this week. Be this week. Yeah. yeah. Um, up next, the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Cleveland Browns. There was nothing to lose for this game for either team. No. Nothing to gain for either. Nothing team. to gain. So they stop. They uh, let Burrow sit. They let Baker sit. Mm-hmm. Um, this was. Um, it was Case Keenum. Oh my God. Versus. Um, Allen. Yeah, uh, Brian Allen. Brian Brandon Allen. Brandon, Brandon Allen. Allen. <laughs> See, that shows Sorry, Brandon. you that shows you how Let's go, irrelevant. Shut up. Yes, high five. I just said okay, it because it fit with the joke. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, he even said it at a press conference, so you know, he must be in on the joke. Regardless. But um, yeah, this was just again, it was, it was um, a throwaway game. Didn't really matter to either. Neither team. team it didn't matter. Cleveland was out. Their yeah. expectations were completely blown up this year. Mm-hmm. MVP Baker Mayfield was more like... Super you know, Bowl champion Super, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it was bad. Um, to all you Cleveland fans, I I, I really feel for you. Johnny Gargano, I salute you. Yeah. 
R.I.P. Angela, Green, Angela, Green Bay Packers, Angela, Detroit Angela. Lions. Wow, Angela in her Detroit Island. If she knows, she if, knows. If Aaron Rodgers continued to play through this game, this would be a whole different story. This game was thrown away by Jordan Love. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know. They only scored six points in the first half in which he played. Wait. Sorry. 13 points. Sorry. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers only scoring 13 points because they missed a field goal, so technically he threw two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I missed an extra point. All I know is that I sent Angelo a meme earlier, okay? And anybody who's ever watched Phineas and Ferb knows Mm -hmm. who Doofenshmirtz is, okay? So the meme basically is if I had a nickel for every time the Detroit Lions beat a team with a double-digit record, I'd have two two nickels, nickels. which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. (laughs) They beat two teams this year with double-digit wins. Mm -hmm. How the fuck did that happen? They got heart. Because it was was Arizona and it was Green Bay. It doesn't matter, though. I mean, a lot of people are saying are the top two teams, were the top two teams for a long time in the NFC. Yeah, and and Detroit beat them both. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. And they beat them, like, soundly. It's not like it was... No, they they beat them. Like, holy shit. The other teams didn't lose. They beat them. But you know what that means? You know what that says? That says a lot about Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about those players. Dan Campbell will be the head coach of the Detroit Lions next yeah. year. Oh no! They, if they hadn't fired him today they, or yeah. yesterday, they're not firing him. So there's no there's no question he's still the head coach. He has this. Team I mean, it took him this long to fire Joe Judge. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. This team's heartbeat goes through Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes. You can see the way that they fight every week. I mean, even earlier mm-hmm. in the season when we were talking about the Lions, like every game they were in, every yeah. game. There was one game where they got blown out, and it is what it is. But they fought mm-hmm. so hard in every game. Like, no offense, you got Jared Goff throwing the ball around. There's a reason why he was kind of let go by other te- by, you know, L.A. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they had one of the, mo- one of the strongest standout rookies, rookie, rookie red receivers in Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he only started standing out in the later half of the season. Yeah. When they started to find their heartbeat. Yes. Well, no, they had their heartbeat all year, but when they started actually being like, all right, we're just going to throw the ball around. Let's see what the fuck happens. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just happened. <laughs> and St. Brown set, like, uh, fantasy records and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm very happy for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Very happy for Angela. Um, a, a lot of turnovers from Green Bay definitely assisted. Three turnovers is a lot, yeah. but... Detroit went out there and they did what they had to do. It was like and, a pretty high-scoring game, too. Yeah, 37-30. That's a lot of points. <laughs> That's a lot of points, <laughs> No yeah. defense showed up for that one. No. Up next, the Tennessee Titans take on the Houston Texans. The Titans win this game 28-25 to in Houston. This game had no reason to be this close. Mills, though. <laughs> like, what is going on with this man? He has such... He has games Angela's where he has, boy, like, David Mills. It, yeah, double-digit passing yards and, like, less than 50% passing. And then he goes off and he has... Over three three oh one passing, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Just like, damn man. I mean, it's remember when um, was it Heineke last last year or two years ago? Like went off the last couple of weeks. Of oh the yeah, season. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and he almost beat Brady yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So it was like one of those things where it's like, wait, who is this guy? I think that's who Davis Mills is right now. He's like, come on, guys, I need a contract. Somebody yeah. give me some money. That's what. And it then- is. Davis and then, Mills could end up being the starting quarterback somewhere. Could be the starting quarterback in New York. Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Just, he's just out there. He's he's put his name out there. He's put some good stuff on tape. A game like this, I mean, who's he really playing with in Houston? He's basically his own army at this mm-hmm. point. And he put up some very sound numbers. I mean, he drove the team around. 
Um, and this win locked Tennessee in as the number one seed. I know. Do y'all remember who I said was going to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC? Didn't you say it was Tennessee? Tennessee. You said Tennessee and Green Bay. <laughs> I'm like, how the hell did this happen? I was yeah. talking to my coworker. I'm like, Tennessee is the number one freaking seed. Yeah, and you know who the number how? one seed gets back this week? Derek, Derek Henry. Henry. That's he right. And he gets an extra week of rest. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. It's going to be a good... We'll get to it, but this is going to be good. I'm excited. Leo Jones about to put up 200 yards reception. <laughs> Too bad fantasy football doesn't extend into the playoffs, does it? Hey, I didn't have Julio Jones anyway. I had Derrick Henry. <laughs> you had Derrick Henry though, right? <laughs> um, up next, the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. What yes. the actual fuck? I should have taken Jacksonville. I said I was going to take Jacksonville. I should have fucking taken Jacksonville. You fucking taken what Jacksonville. the fuck? Barbie beat the Colts. Oh my god! And he had a good game. He had a pretty sound game. <sighs> <coughs> this? Excuse me. We talked about this last week. We said, "What if Jacksonville beats Indianapolis?" And I'm you're such like, an asshole. There's no like, fucking way. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Ain't no way in, in hell. We were all so confident. Oh yeah, Indianapolis is gonna win this game. It'd be cool no if it happened. Yeah. But like, come on. But I think I put at the end of the episode, I get the mulligan. Cause what the fuck? Do you want the mulligan? No, it just it you'll blo- still have lost the year by twelve. It games. doesn't matter. <laughs> fuck you. How many coin flips did I do? I did three weeks worth of coin flips. Two weeks. You gave up after two weeks because you were like, this isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's still, let's go back at my records those weeks. It was shit. Um, I don't even know what the fuck to say right now. Like, you have the offensive player of the year, and you only ran for 101 yards against, I'm sorry, you ran for 94 yards against fucking Jacksonville? They botched this game. I just, how did it come from? How do you blow this, man? I mean, okay, you're playing in Jacksonville. All right, I get it. You're on the road. I think there was a stat they've, They've lost their record's like one and eight or something along those lines in Jacksonville. Yeah, since like Manning's record, left or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like their record has been shit. In this Jacksonville, is bad, but still, this is bad. Like if any yeah. coach, like any coach, should have been put on the hot seat after the, a fuckery like this, it, it's this guy. Because how the fuck do you lose this game? You you were locked. You were locked. You were locked in at five. Mm-hmm. You went from being five to out. Mm-hmm. No, was it five or six they were locked in? Six, I think. Whichever. They were locked in. They, they were yeah. in. All you had to do was beat Jacksonville. Everyone's beating Jacksonville this year. Nope. Way to go, Indy. Wow. Oh, yeah. Absolute just travesty. Your boy, fucking not my QB, Carson Wentz. Nick Dick Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Big Dick Nick Foles. Big Dick Foles. <laughs> He's in Chicago. He's going to be there for a while, too. Speaking of... Chicago Bears taking on the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. The Vikings win this game 31-17. to Big news coming out of this game. I, yeah. no. Both Zimmer and Nagy out. And Ryan Pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wasn't the uh, GM of uh, operations from uh, fucking Minnesota le- released too? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, the yeah. GM. Yeah, right? GM was released. Yeah. So both these teams cleaned house. Yeah. Right after Minnesota, after this game, um, Chicago was in control of this game. I don't know how the fuck they let this one slip yeah, away. Zimmer then, and Rick Spielman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how this game got got slipped. I just don't get it. They controlled time of possession. They had thirty six minutes of time of possession. They had eighty total plays on offense. But you want to know how you lose this game? You go one for six on fourth down, and on all of those fucking fourth down conversions, you decide to throw the ball, and four of them were fourth and one. And David Montgomery's on the sideline. Bye, Nagy. Yeah, it's not like you guys are trying to save him because you're in the playoffs or anything. No, you have nothing to play for here. Play for the fucking Punch win. Punch him yeah. down the fucking throats of the purple people eater, quote unquote. Yeah, that's they have been they the are. purple people eaters for fucking years now. Yeah, 
You had a fucking pick six. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was an ugly game. Um, I mean, we all knew Nagy was going. Yeah. Um, pace kind of surprised me a little bit. I mean, yeah, he's been the architect of the team for a few years, and Nagy did a great job in his post game press conference of lumping Pace's failures with his failures. So, um, he's not alone. Yeah. So this way, he wasn't alone going out the door. Um, but I've lost all respect for the Chicago Bears organization. Um, I have stopped following on Instagram. Um, and I'm pretty much ready to turn in my fan card. Wow. Really? I am completely disgusted <clears throat> until the McCaskey family sells the Chicago Bears franchise to somebody else. Completely disgusted. I I was appalled as a fan of that franchise with what George McCaskey said at his end-of-year press conference about one of the greatest Chicago Bears who ever played in my generation, Olin Krutz. Absolutely fucking disgusting. George McCaskey should fucking step away from football because he has no fucking clue what he's doing at all. Sell the fucking team. You want to do something for your fans? Sell the fucking team. What did he say? It was absolutely disgusting. So Olin Krutz, I don't know if any... Olin Krutz... I think this is, is a, what he was leading up to upstairs. fucking Hall of Fame center. Okay, he's the greatest center to play in his generation. And there were some really good centers at, at his time, but he is... Creme de la creme. He's number one. So, Harry ha- Harry Headstead, who's the offensive line coach for the Chicago Bears, reached out to Olin Krutz, and it was reported that Olin Krutz was going to be brought in as some kind of consultant or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, he was offered fifteen fifty an hour for his consultant position. Whoa. Okay? So, Olin went and he you know talked about it on his podcast and stuff like that and he talked about it on open air after the Bears lost and stuff like that about mm-hmm. you know he wasn't really appalled because it's just who the McCaskies are you know stuff like that yeah and so George so $15.50 and 50 cents an hour okay you can make more at Amazon but we're gonna get we're gonna I digress because Kroots wasn't mad about that mm-hmm. okay what Kroots is pissed off about and if anybody wants to go and listen Go and look it up on YouTube or podcast. I, I can't remember the name of the podcast. The Chicago, the, the Chicago Bears podcast that's out in Chicago that actually had him on today. So at the end of the year press conference, George McCaskey was directly asked about what happened with Olin Krutz and why the offer was what it was. Mm-hmm. George McCaskey called him a liar at the end of the year press conference. <clears throat> said that to take anything that Olin Krutz says with a grain of salt. Fuck you, George McCaskey. Fuck you, okay? You opened your press conference by telling people of Chicago to not pick on Matt Nagy's kids at a high school football game because they're co- his dad's a shitty coach. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you fucking absolutely lambaste one of your fucking stalwart players of your franchise. One of your stalwart players who led your team to a Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl your team went to, he was part of that. Why do you think none of those old players want to come back to that fucking organization? Erlacher left. Briggs left. Brown left. Hester left. Tillman left. Kroots left. Reuben Brown left. John Tate left. None of them ever fucking come back. Patrick Manley never came back. None of the... Robbie Gold left. Like, there's a reason. And it starts right at the top. Mm -hmm. You know how I was talking about John Elway? Okay? John Elway has a very good embedded idea of how to win a champ, make build a championship team. Okay, mm-hmm. he was part of two of them, and he helped to build a third one with Peyton Manning. George McCaskey has no fucking clue what he's doing, none whatsoever. Get the fuck out of there! Take your fucking 
geriatric mother, sell the fucking team and get the fuck out. Sell it to people who actually give a fuck about the fans of the Chicago Bears. All right? I'm all done with this shit. So I've turned my fan card in until they fucking sell the team. That's it. I'll root for the players. I have, there's players on there I really like. David Montgomery and, you know, Robert Keem Quinn. Hicks. And Keem Hicks. If, if he's even fucking back. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack. I want to see Justin Fields succeed. As far as I'm fucking concerned, as long as that guy is still the fucking president of operations and Ted Phillips is still as part of that fucking team, I'm all fucking done. I'm fucking done with that team. I'm all set. So... They're not getting a dime of my fucking money. I won't be buying another fucking jersey. And I'd buy a Crutes jersey right now if I knew it didn't fucking go back to that family. So it's a fucking joke. Absolute joke. So that's it. My Bears card has been turned in until they sell the team. Unprecedented here. I won't root for another team. But, yeah. But, and I most certainly will root for the Bears against the Vikings. That's a fucking yeah. obvious. Because <laughs> who wouldn't? You but just won't vote. I will, not want- give, I will not give a fucking dime to the McCaskey family a fucking dime and if anybody buys me Chicago Bears shit I'll have you return it you can buy yourself something else buy yourself, so, bring the Cardinals back to Chicago so that, so that best man shirt I bought you I'll still wear it okay <laughs> alright that was pre my explosion yeah. that was okay. pre George McCaskey being an absolute fuck stick yeah I hope he gets such fucking backlash for what the fuck he said that he cowers in his fucking corner office and cries with his Billions of dollars. See, that's the problem with that fucking McCaskey family. Okay, their grand, his grandfather built the NFL. Okay, the McCaskey family, the Hallis family, started the NFL. You've got a fucking quarterback on another team telling players and telling podcasts like Pat McAfee that he owns the Chicago Bears. So he owns the NFL is basically what you're saying. And you did nothing to stand up for your fucking team this season when that happened. You've done nothing over the last few years when your team has fucking sucked. You should have. You should have turned everything over last year when you guys came on your press conference and said, oh, you know, we're a quarterback away and a few wins away. No, you weren't. You weren't. Your defense have been falling apart for years. You have a shit culture. You're giving fucking random people fucking captain's tax. Give me a fucking break. These fucking McCaskies are a joke. Get the fuck out of Chicago. All right. Well, on that, let's move on to Washington football team taking on the New York Giants Speaking again. about another fucking team that should get rid of their ownership group. Yep. The Giants? Yeah. Yeah. It's another fucking geriatric family has no fucking clue what they're doing. Man, I've been dropping a lot of f bombs here. Well, I mean, I'm passionate. I'm passionate about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Joe Judge had no reason to get fucking fired, none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He's had a couple of bad seasons. I get it, but how do you fire a guy after two years? Like, how can you even implement anything in two seasons? Mm-hmm. How do you? And how, especially after 2020, how exactly. do you implement anything during and the 2020 season? Injuries and all that going on. Injuries are what they are. I, I yeah. hate using the injury bug. Like, I gave Matt Rule an out because of the whole. Yeah. Uh, McCaffrey thing mm-hmm. but no you instituted the guy in 2020 COVID happened what's he supposed to do yeah like seriously mm-hmm. and then he has to try to implement everything this year and now mm-hmm. not, now he's under the gun now you just get rid of him after two seasons like how you know anything in two years you, you're gonna know somebody after you went on two dates or had two text messages with somebody seriously yeah, give, me a, give me a break um, it was good to see Washington get another win mm-hmm. um, but I really I, I really feel for Joe Judge there's no reason he should have been fired none whatsoever he'll, he'll, he'll land another head coaching job no he won't he'll be an offensive coordinator somewhere yeah. he won't get a head coaching position not after this debacle yeah. not after this just like Matt Nagy Matt Nagy's not going to get another <laughs> fucking head coaching job Zimmer might Zimmer had a good winning record yeah, Zimmer might get an opportunity. And he had like eight years behind him too. And he, yeah, he had a longevity. The problem with Zimmer was is what happened with Lovey Smith, which is that you had all these wins in the past, but over the last few years you've tapered off, yeah. and they wanted to see you 
not not level, but continue to like ascend. Go up, yeah. Which isn't fair because not everyone's fucking Bill Belichick. <clears throat> not every year you're gonna get twelve wins, ten wins. Like yeah, after you, having a losing season. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine the Patriots having fired Bill Belichick after last season because he had a losing record? Could you imagine that? No. Yeah, no. Okay, so that, that's why it sucks. I, I, I know I called out Zimmer quite a bit this year, and I've called out Kirk Cousins quite a bit this year, but Zimmer Zimmer plateaued, and I yeah. think that, I think Minnesota wanted to move on, and that's mm-hmm. why they cleaned all the house. They got rid of the mm-hmm. general manager, and yeah. they got rid of the head coach. New York, it's just the head coach. Mm-hmm. They didn't get rid of the general manager. Yeah. So you, you, and it's, I, not all on, it's not all on judge. No, it, it's on the general manager, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy who drafted Saquon Barkley, the guy who drafted Daniel Jones, the guy who hired... Um, who did he hire as the uh, offensive coordinator to basically get Jones oh, killed this um, year? Garrett. Yeah. Isn't it Miles Garrett? Um, not J- Miles Garrett. Jason Garrett. D- thank you. Hire Jason Garrett to get mm-hmm. fucking Daniel Jones killed this year. Yeah. Oh, go out and do a wheel route. We'll throw the ball to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. How many times was he in concussion protocol? I, how many weeks are there in the season? 18. 17? There you go. Well, he was out for about four weeks, five <laughs> weeks with his neck. So. But then he had to be in concussion protocol for that shit. So, mm-hmm. my God. There's no stats to really go over in any of these games because there really wasn't anything. That, there's, there's nothing to highlight, unfortunately. Half of these teams aren't playing for anything. Yeah. I mean, Half of these teams were just trying to finish the season. Yeah, correct. Trying yeah. to bo- booster exactly. records and yeah. booster fucking stats. Have something to go good into the offseason. Exactly. Yeah. Especially people in, in uh, contract years. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a guy in contract year, the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals are not, um, not a contract year per se, but like a do-or-die situation for Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll um, for where they're going to land next year, whether or not they stay in Seattle or find themselves Get elsewhere. Get traded or something <laughs> yeah. like that, yeah. Um, but the Seattle Seahawks pull off the victory here, which locks in the four seed um, in the NFC, which was an NFC West team. Uh, the Rams locked up uh, the four seed with the uh, Arizona Cardinals loss Lost, that's in right. this game. Yep. Um, which again, a good game between these two, yeah. mm-hmm. 38 points or 68 points combined. So, um, Arizona wasn't really playing for much except for that top seed. Well, yeah. Between four and five. Yeah, correct. Because if they had won. So it's, they were the playing for home lost. field yeah, advantage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They were playing for a home field game against, um, the number four seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I oh, mean, the they needed game. the win. If they won this game, they would have got the four seed. Yep. It would have got uh, the NFC Because West the Rams title. lost too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Up next, the New York Jets taking on the Buffalo Bills. This was just an embarrassment of the Jets, which like is what the Bills do. The Bills have officially swept the AFC East this season, <clears throat> which, I mean, right now, it's what New England used to do. Um, well, and it's what, <clears throat> you mean, what New England's always split with Miami. Well, they didn't sweep, though. Then the Bills didn't sweep because they no, lost to the they Patriots. Lost, they lost the one game. They did lose the Pats. That's right. Yeah, what? They're 5-1. and one. Yeah. What was it that who swept? Miami. No, 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 no. I'm saying who somebody swept their division. Who am I thinking? <clears throat> One team swept their division. Let's find out. It wasn't Tampa. <laughs> yeah, Tampa didn't. Tampa no, didn't Tampa sweep. lost both no the New swept, Orleans. No, sorry. Oh, um, Dallas. That's what it was. Dallas swept their division because they swept uh, the Giants, mm-hmm. the football team, and the it's Eagles. It's also the NFC least, so. No offense to your Eagles. Yeah. No, They're you're in not the playoffs, wrong. So. You're not wrong. Two teams came out of the East, so that just says something. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them shouldn't be in there. Yeah. 
Honestly, after our season, it shouldn't be in there. Well, hey. <laughs> this was this... a finding ourselves season. Yeah. Well, and finding yourself, <laughs> in finding pl- yourselves in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You f- you somehow stumbled in. And there you go. Yeah, we stumbled. That's for fuck sure. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the AFC East, we have the New England Patriots taking on the Miami Dolphins. Again, another game where I should have just stood with my fucking pick. I've been calling this for weeks with you guys. Weeks. I've been telling you they weren't going to split this season. The and thing I- is, is... They they lost the first game in in at home, and I was like, you know what? They can't one end the season with a loss, and two, not at least split the season series. Well, they this fucking game, did. This game was just sloppy. They started off super slow. It was slow. fourteen to nothing with like six minutes left in the well, first. That pick six obviously didn't help. So, and then to end the game, at least end the game, like they they were driving, and I was like, you know what? There's after they scored. Um, to make it, they were down by eight, and then they were gonna draw. And I was like, I think it was like twenty four to twenty six or something you, like that. You end the game. It's not as bad as the Miami Miracle from a couple years ago with the um with like the that was just pass. stupid. This one was just sloppy. Yeah, like why end the game this way? And I mean, Mac had such a solid season, like very low interception rate. Just disappointing. Just to throw two pick sixes in your season finale. Against Miami, and then Miami goes and fires their fires head coach. Brian Flores. Brian freaking Flores. What? This was my biggest mind fuck. So the twenty four and twenty five in three seasons, and, and that's not bad. And he swept the Pats this year. Yeah, yeah. Swept the Pats had a seven game, won seven out of their last eight games or nine games. And no, this eight, 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 eight one of their last, last nine. Yeah. And then you sweep the Patriots and win the last game of the season against them. And you're like, eh, bye. Well, reports are that he got fired at a dinner because I guess him and the general manager haven't been seeing eye to eye. So the owner of the Dolphins had them all go to a dinner or something like that. And I guess there was a heated exchange and, you know, Flores being Flores basically said, what the fuck do you know about winning? Because what do they know? I mean nothing. Nothing. They don't. And what does Brian Flores know about winning? A lot. He was with the Patriots. The Patriots in that yeah. culture. <laughs> I mean, the Bears have requested an interview with Flores. He, honestly, if Brian Flores is your head coach next, or not your head coach, the Bears head coach next year, mm-hmm. um, I'll say your if the McCaskey McCaskey family sells, but the Chicago Bears, I see an over five hundred season. I don't. <clears throat> Because Flores isn't the right guy. I like Flores and all, but he's not the right guy. I'll give my pick at the end of this episode on who I think should go where or what the Bears should do. If the Bears had any fucking balls, but they don't. They've been fucking de-balled and declawed as long as George McCaskey is sitting there. They're let's, not fucking let's, Bears. Let's, let's not talk about cubs. the Bears for the for the next few few minutes so that way... Take it um, off the burner. Oh, it's still sitting there. Like it's I see the steam piling out of <laughs> Dave's full headphones. Full fucking force. The steam is piling out of Dave's headphones full right f- now. <laughs> Fuck McCaskey. Up next, the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams. A walk-off interception in this game seals it for San Francisco and locks him into the sixth seed. I know. Another game where Three you're Three teams like, out hell? of the West. Yeah. That's crazy. And the one team that didn't make it was the one that everyone thought would have made it. Seattle. They ran into a lot of... I know, I know. I'm coming back on what you said earlier. Injuries, but there you lost Russell Wilson to the to the claw. claw. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that this year? And then you had Geno Smith. 
Yeah, uh, when you have Geno Smith as a backup, that's kind of when you can use the injury card because who else did they? No one else could command just throw that DK offense. back half there. Let him oh. throw the ball around. Honestly, just have him run, throw, yeah. and do everything. Yeah, pretty no much. Have him, throw have him to play himself. Lamar. Have him play as like a Lamar. Yeah. Throw the ball, run the ball. Why don't you just change your offense to like the Wildcat and have DK Metcalf and yeah. Tyler Lockett in the backfield? Yeah. Really fuck around. It would have been interesting to see. It, it, hey. What's the, Carroll's the type of guy who would have done it. What's the worst that could have happened? Not make the playoffs? Okay, you did that already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up next, the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bucs win this game 41-17. to There was one selfless play in this game, and it was um, Brady making sure Gronk gets his $500,000 so bonus. So I told this to someone at work. Um, we were talking, and I was like, him doing that for uh, Gronk was saying, fuck you politely. Fuck you professionally to A.B. He's like, you want to do that? Say, I'm not a good guy a who good helps team people player. out. Well, I'm going to help him get I'm his I'm going incentive. in to get this snap because this I'm going to make sure Gronk exactly. gets it. This one one play to get him his incentive. Mm-hmm. So, fuck you. Yep. Professionally, 100. in game. Yep. Because he'll never he'll never talk about it. He'll never come out and say it. He'll only say good things about AB because that's, he's that's a professional. Who he that's who yep. Tom Brady is. Exactly, Tom Brady but, is trying to sell TB12. Yep. Yeah. So, but I... Tampa Bay 12. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa so, Brady. Wait. So Tom the Tampa Brady Gronkineers. <laughs> You got it. Yeah. You got it. It's because I got to think about it before I fucking I know, said it. I fucked up, and then so he got to think about it. Exactly. It? I'm like, nope, that's not right. Say it correctly, dumbass. And the Bucks get the number two seed. They get in the, the number NFC. two. Yes, they do. So they get first. And we'll see who get the. They get to fucking shit on this week. <laughs> Sunday night football. Wait, we didn't even go over New Orleans and Atlanta. We did walk over that, but there's nothing to go over. New Orleans won. Congratulations, Sean Payton. Great way to end your season. Okay, Sunday Night Football, let's go. (laughs) Sunday Night Football, the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Fuck both of you teams. How dare you tease us? Did you see when they were all meeting? I forgot who it was. It was Austin Eckler talking to one of the Raiders guys. He was like, were you guys really going to kneel it? And he was like, yeah, but it's because the Chargers took that timeout that they were like, fuck it, we're going to go for it. And they they edged us so freaking hard. Just right there, just right, right, right on the, right on. Oh, there it is. There right it, on the cusp. They could have, they could have given such, an, such a release to the football fans of the world if they had just done what we said they should it have done. It was an overtime. It forget the overtime. They should have just came out and did what we said yeah. from the beginning, which is just stand there for fifteen minutes and then take a knee, and then stand there for fifteen minutes and take a knee, and then go to halftime and then come back out and stand there for fifteen minutes and take a knee, and like. Oh God! It was that, unprecedented. Oh, it was right Never there. happened ever. And then, and then you have the opportunity to do it in overtime, and you, and it's it's there, and then they pull away, like fuck you. And they kick the field goal. I almost hate you as much as I hate George McCaskey right now. <laughs> the Raiders for what for what happened in this game? I almost hate both these teams because they made that. it go to the very end of overtime too. Yes, like they didn't just get it over with quickly. Like, they were like. It's right there. It's Two right seconds there. seconds left it's, in overtime. It's right there. Imagine, it's, imagine they go for it and swing it. It's it's right there. It's right there. Oh nope, you can't go. <laughs> nope. Sorry. All of the um, you, uh, euphemisms being stated right now. Gone. Records. Waste. Records Waste. at the doors. My season record: one fifty-five, one sixteen, and one. Dave's season record, 142, 129, and 1. Michaela coming in a few weeks late, 130, 
93-1. She never hit that 100 loss mark. Way to go. Angela, 133-108-1. Coming in, I think, two or three weeks late. Um, yeah, two. And Darian coming in very late. <laughs> um, very late missing weeks. Come on, Darian. Get your shit together. 59 and 47. We have six games to discuss going into the Super Wild Card Weekend. Mm-hmm. I have these games in playing order. Fuck your playing order. <laughs> in the AFC, first two games AFC, two games NFC, AFC, then NFC. The five-seed Las Vegas Raiders taking on the four-seed Cincinnati Bengals. I have Cincinnati. Darian has Las Vegas. And my fiance Meredith, has given her picks as well, and she has the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, and then I believe you have Angela down over there, too. I do also have Angela's. I will give hers as well, then. Actually, I'll give Angela's because I have her in front of me, too. I'm sorry. Uh, So Angela did take the Cincinnati Bengals as well. Um. You go first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do three picks. Uh, so mine, I have the Bengals. Uh, my coworker, Dan, is going with the Raiders. And then my other coworker, Jen, is going with the Bengals. Okay. This game's probably the closest one out of the two teams. This is mm-hmm. very close. This is very yeah. tough. I have been hyping up both of these teams pretty much all year. Cincinnati with their four-headed monster. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is a quarterback the Bears should have traded for. It's very tough. Um, the Raiders teasing us this past week and really hurts my heart. <laughs> but I am going to take the Raiders in this game. Okay. Um, as much as I wanted the AFC to go through that wintry cold of Ohio and all that fun jazz, mm-hmm. I just, there's, there's still something about this Raiders team. They've went through a lot of shit this year. It's true. And for them to be where they are right now, it's very promising mm-hmm. to me. Very promising. Speaking of wintry cold, the New England Patriots six seed taking on the three seed Buffalo Bills, a battle of the AFC East. I have the Buffalo Bills. Both Darian and Meredith have the New England Patriots. So I have the Patriots. Jen has the Patriots, and Dan also has the Patriots. Can you tell we're Pats fans? No. <laughs> so Angela has taken the Patriots. Okay. The Bills should have beaten the Patriots the first time they played. Mm-hmm. The Bills beat the Patriots the second time they played. The Bills will beat the Patriots the third time they play. The Bills are going to advance in this game, and it mainly is selling me on the point with what happened with Mac Jones this past week. Mm-hmm. It's just scary. Yeah. Like him to go the entire season the way he did, and then all of a sudden, like that last game. And it's not like a gradual fall off. He dropped off a cliff yeah. this game. Yeah. And it was just ugly to watch. That game had pressure. This game. This game's way more. Way more. Times more yeah. Pressure, it's turned so. up way more. You do yeah. that against the Dolphins, you're going to have to play Buffalo in Buffalo yeah. with playoff. Now, you played. Speculation. No, listen, you played Miami in Miami. I get it. That's a tough place to play. I. I one hundred percent. You're never going to hear me not argue that. I've always, I said it multiple times to you guys that Miami could sweep the season series after they took the first game at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't pick them in the last game of the year like an asshole. But <laughs> the thing was, is Miami had nothing to play for. They mm-hmm. were eliminated from the playoffs the week before because they couldn't win out the rest of the year. Yeah. Buffalo could have beaten them the first game if their head coach was had half a brain and just decided to run the ball instead of throwing it into all those fucking gale force wins. Yeah. They ran away with the second game. 
they're just a scary team right now, and I do like Buffalo in this game a lot. Up next, Sunday 1 o'clock, the Philadelphia Eagles 7 seed taking on the Tampa Bay Bucks 2 seed. I am playing for records. Ooh, that's cold. I, Darian, and Meredith are all ta- taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, all of us are taking the Bucks as well, me, Dan, and Jen. Well, Angela is taking the Bucks. And I told you the one team I was suspect of this entire playoff season was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is true. I am taking the Philadelphia Eagles. I have no faith in the Buccaneers whatsoever at all. Okay. I do not like this team at, in one bit. I don't. There's something about them. I don't like the makeup of the team. I don't like the Eagles that much either. <laughs> but I also I I like the Eagles running the football, mm-hmm. controlling the clock, keeping Jalen Hurts safe. Keeping the ball out of Brady's hands. If they can do those things, I like them against the Bucks. All right. Real fan. Hey, <laughs> you just you just gave up your fan card of Chicago, okay? Yeah, because I have shitty ownership. You want to go back? You want to go back down that corridor? No. Do you have shitty ownership in 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 Philadelphia? Have no. you guys not won a, world, a Super Bowl recently? We did. Okay. Have you not been to the we playoffs? We beat Brady. <laughs> have, you not, have you not been to the playoffs multiple times? Won multiple games? Had the same head coach at the helm for a long time? Okay. We'll talk about my fan card when we get rid of an ownership group that has won one, one playoff game in 12 years. The same ownership group. Who fired a head coach with a winning record who led you to a Super Bowl. Don't worry. I know how to fix this team, and I'm going to say it at the end of this episode. Oh, I mean, Ooh, I'm excited. Hey. Sunday afternoon game, the six-seed San Francisco 49ers taking on the three-seed Dallas Cowboys. Myself and Darian have the San Francisco 49ers. Meredith has the Dallas Cowboys. I am choosing the 49ers. Dan and Jen are both choosing the Cowboys. So Angela is on the Cowboys, as am I. Um, yeah, It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a fun game. Either way. Um, I just, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Up next, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I have a feeling we might have a sweep here with the Kansas City Chiefs. You are incorrect. I'm choosing the Chiefs. Dan's choosing the Chiefs. But Jen is hoping the Steelers win. Wow. So that is her choice. Yeah. If there's an upset. If there's an upset of upsets, if Steelers somehow pull this out. Okay. Remember a few weeks ago when I was all on the Steelers and TJ Watt chasing around uh, Mr. Uh, Mahomes? Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't fucking happening. It didn't happen two weeks ago. You know what? It's not happening this time. Even though TJ Watt did tie the all-time sack record mm-hmm. single season. We didn't mention that. We also didn't mention Cooper Cup breaking oh, yeah. He's every the crown. fucking receiving record. Touchdowns, yeah. receptions, and yards in a season. Is he, he did, is he offensive player of the year? Has to be at that point. Yeah. He owns all three records. Mm-hmm. Just like TJ Watt's defensive player of the year after yeah. all those yeah, records. So if, he, if record. he gets offensive player of the year, is Jonathan Taylor still MVP? No. No. Especially with the way he... Is Aaron Rodgers MVP? Yes. Even though Mr. Anti-Vax, Mr. yeah, the, the league is going to have to give it to him. The number one quarterback on the number one team is not who usually wins MVP. Yeah. Okay. You can't give it to a guy who didn't make the playoffs. That's true. That's that very true. Yeah. Okay. So we'll recap some of these things once we get to the end of I'm the episode. I'm assuming you have the Chiefs, right? Yeah, I'm with the Chiefs. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> Up next, in my opinion... Game of the week. Game of the week. That's why they put it on Monday Night Monday Football. Monday night, mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams. I have the Rams 
Darian and Meredith have the Cardinals. I going with the I'm going with the Rams. Dan's going with the Rams, and Jen's also going with the Rams. So Angela has taken the Rams, and I'm gonna stay with my short man. I'm gonna stay with Kyler Murray. Kyler two step. That's right. All right. All right, Dave, how do you fix the Bears organization? I'm ready to hear this. Okay. Well, one, obviously the McCaskies need to sell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two, you trade for Sean Payton. Oh, wow. wow. You trade for Sean Payton. You trade for a coach who can come in and groom your quarterback of the future. You go and unload whatever you have to unload to bring Sean Payton, a resident of Chicago who went to Eastern Illinois same college at bred Jimmy Garoppolo. You bring him to Chicago. You bring people who understand the city to the city. I would hire Olin Krutz as your general manager. He's somebody who understands what it means to bring culture mm-hmm. into a football organization like this. It isn't going to happen with McCaskey at I was home. Say, he does not like the only way Olin. it happens is McCaskey Exactly. Yeah. So let's just, you know bless him but bye something <laughs> happens all I'm saying is you want to show your fans who right now are very mad at you mm-hmm. for what you just said about a football legend that you are actually into winning football games with this franchise that you're not just looking at it as a money making juggernaut because I'm sorry this generation of McCaskies, not Virginia not the mother Okay, because she was there when her father was building the team. Mm -hmm. She understands the struggles he went through. Okay, this fucker, his children and his grandchildren and his great grandchildren do not know what what it's like to have a hard life. Okay, they've been millionaires and billionaires their entire lives. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want to show the people of Chicago that you actually give a fuck about the people of Chicago? Trade away your second round pick this year, your first round pick next year, and your second round pick next year, and you go and get Sean Payton. That's what you do. You go and get a guy who you know can bring in an offense mm-hmm. that can take advantage of how good Justin Fields or I didn't know you could Mitchell s- Trubisky could have been. I don't know how he, I didn't know you could trade for. How do you think John Gruden? Coaches. How do you think John Gruden ended up in Tampa Bay when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's Tampa, not done anymore. It's usually. not done very often. But Tampa Bay traded a bunch of picks to yeah. the Raiders to bring John Gruden into Tampa Bay. Hmm. That's, that's that's a great. idea. That's how though. you fix that team. That's exactly how you fix that team. You get somebody in there who understands football culture. Mm-hmm. A guy who's from the Bill Parcells tree. You're getting these coaches that are from all these different fucking, like, fuck-off trees. Like, you, you bring in Mark Trestman from the Canadian Football League. You bring in fucking John Fox, who was who didn't give a fuck at the end of his career. No. You bring in Matt Nagy from the Andy Reid tree. Who the fuck's ever succeeded from the Andy Reid tree? Tell me. Nobody. Okay. Everyone wants to talk about the 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 offensive coordinator that he has now. Um, I can't think of his name, but everyone's like, "Oh, he's a hot coaching candidate." No, he's fucking not. He's from the Andy Reid tree. Bring people in from the Parcells tree. Mm-hmm. Bring people in from the Belichick tree, who's part of the Parcells tree. Mm-hmm. Those are the type of people you want to bring in. They're the people who understand culture, who understand working, you know, hard days. Not trying to be someone's friend, trying to be someone's coach, mm-hmm. trying to understand what's fair and what's right. You want to fix Chicago? Trade you, you waste your picks anyway, so so, it, so use so them for something good. Use it for something good. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yes. Are you handcuffing the next general manager who comes in by taking away picks? You are, but you're also giving him an excellent asset. Mm-hmm. You are giving him a Super Bowl winning you have, head coach. If you have players that can be coached, 
you, you do don't need to draft guys. Well, yeah, because Belichick, he can turn if and Sean Payton's that kind of guy too. He turned can. that I can't even remember the Wilkerson, a practice squad wide yeah. receiver, to two touchdowns days after calling him up. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm telling you, you want to fix Chicago? That's step one. Sean Payton. You bring in Sean Payton. You trade away your picks that you're going to waste anyway to New Orleans, and you bring in Sean Payton. That's who I want as my next head coach. I want Sean Payton as my next head coach. And bring back Vic Fangio. As a defensive, as defensive coordinator. coordinator. Unless you're going to keep Sean Desai. I like Sean Desai. I like mm-hmm. what he's done this year. Not enough turnovers, in my opinion. I think that's one of the biggest problems is the defense isn't creating enough. Mm-hmm. But I do like Sean Desai. And if you're not going to make those moves, then you've lost me. Because I don't need Brian Flores. Yeah. I, I don't need Jim Harbaugh. I don't. I mean, I like Jim Harbaugh. I think he could be great again with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But we saw what kind of headaches he was when he was in San Francisco. Yeah. And him and York got into fights over mm-hmm. you know, personnel. Because Harbaugh wants control of personnel. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that's going to work out. They want This talks about bringing in Fields' old coach from college. Really? How fucking good a college coach is? the last time a college coach... Last college coach only made it 15 games this year. Mm-hmm. Or Meyer. So, no. 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 That's how I would fix the Bears. All right? I mean, you guys don't have to worry about it. Both your teams are in the fucking playoffs. <laughs> for probably a week. Yeah. I have them in there for two. I mean, I hope not, but... <laughs> I have them in there for two. We'll see. Dave, take us home. As always, we appreciate you guys coming out and listening to uh, Doink. Um, if you do have any questions, comments, and concerns for us, you can always reach out to us on our Instagrams. Um, you have Josh. I am at the J-L-T-H-E-J-A-U-L-D. You have Mickey. Uh, M-I-C-K-Y-Y underscore 16. Obviously, you have us all at the Double Doink Network. Mm-hmm. And you can also reach out to me at LaufenDoinkDave84. Uh, I made it a little bit easier for everyone to find me. No more on the scores. Still running <laughs> like I'm supposed to be running. Um, but that's the easiest way to the get a hold of me. Running Doink Dave. Yes, Running Doink Dave. Um... You can find the podcast on all major streaming services, uh, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Pod Pluto, Pod Uranus. Ex- <laughs> you know, whatever's coming into existence, it's available <laughs> to you. Um, we're everywhere to be found on any streaming service, so don't you worry. Um, this, as always, has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>